Hello, and welcome back to a Step Back Podcast. This is Jenna, woohoo, with my girl Marley. Hello. Hello. And today we just want to have an unscripted conversation about our year because we know that we are not the only ones who had a difficult year. And there were good things and bad things about this year, obviously, but we're here to talk about the good. So, Marley, I want to hear about your good that happened this year. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's see. Um, One good thing that happened this year is that I made the decision to start growing flowers. And I started growing some things I've never grown before. So, that was pretty interesting. And the other good thing is I I um, joined a floral community where I can learn how to design arrangements. And that was very technical. I didn't think it was going to be as technical as I, as I thought it was going to be. Mm. But just learn things like color theory and um, how to create symmetrical designs. And yeah, this was very interesting. So, well, this year was, for me, was about education. So... Um, I had to increase my learnings in both how to grow flowers, um, soil on up and how to design flowers. So yeah, that's two things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And now what about in business though? Weren't you, aren't you, you're still going to school for your master's, aren't you? I am. Oh, girl. (laughs) It was hard. That was so hard. So January of this year, I started a class and like two weeks in, I couldn't do it anymore. Wow. With everything going on, it was just so much uncertainty about the coronavirus and everything. And I just couldn't do it. Um, So I dropped it. So I didn't take any classes in the spring or summer. And then I started the same class again in October and it was the same feeling. It was just, it was hard, but I barely passed, but it's done. So. Well, that's a good thing. I'm glad it's done and out of the way almost. Right. You know, it stinks when you dread something like that though. Yeah. And and it just makes me think about all the, all the kids that had to go to school and learn you know, throughout the year and just this climate of uncertainty. And it's just, you know, I I see now how hard it can be or how hard it could be for them because, you know, you're thinking about your family, you're concerned about them, your friends, you're not able to see them. Yeah. So it's hard. But our little ones, um, yeah, Sophia started school this year, kindergarten. <laughs> so exciting. I know. What do you think, Sophie? What do you think about school this year? Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> oh, I love that. So resilient. They're amazing. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. We I know we talked about before that this is the hardest year to be, I mean, just a, a hard year being a human, but then it's also harder being a parent because not only do we have to make decisions for ourselves and worry about the safety of ourselves, but then we have to worry about the safety of our little ones. And, you know, we still want them to have quote unquote, a normal childhood, 
but this is not normal. So we have to adapt and we have to, I think, think outside the box a little bit and just try to just try to do the best we can. Okay. So, oh my goodness. Well, I had a baby. That's, that's it. That's, that was my, that was my 2020. Boom. Done. No. (laughs) Boom. Done. That's it. I popped him out. That's good. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you needed to do. And that's, you know, there's nothing else that's comparable to that. Oh God. No. Yeah. Right. Um, no, but just, I think having him right before everything happened was the most incredible blessing because we were able to still like the hospital setting was normal. Like people were able to come in, you know, we didn't, there was no mask wearing. There was no, you know, none of that. There was no limited people to who could be in there. Um, none of that. Uh, literally the next week after that, we had my other son's birthday. And then I just remember that was on a Sunday. And then the very next day, that's when everything shut down and schools were home. And yeah, it it was a, it was a test for, I don't want to say like my husband and I, but like it was, it was, we literally had to like separate. I was, I was tag teaming the little guy. And then my husband was helping our, our other son finish, you know, finish his school. Yeah. That was, that, that was just kind of tough to, to, I think do. And then, and then of course we relied on meals all at home. I don't know about you, but there was no eating out for us for a, for a while. Same. Oh, that was awful. (laughs) All of our gas money that because we weren't going anywhere was now going to take out. Nice. Nice. Or grocery bills. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, like food's, food's not cheap. So yeah, because I increase, like I get my, well, you know, I get my neighborhood organics box. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So I increased it to weekly for some time, um, got groceries delivered so all that you know is increase in cost yep but it made us feel safer yep I honestly I love what a lot of the stores are doing and implementing with the whole drive-up service where you just order it online you come you tell them you're here they pick it you pick it up and you zoom on out that is like the cat's pajamas right there it's it's so amazing because it's like I don't want to go in the store but you're going to bring it out to my car? Absolutely. Sounds good. And for free. Right. Oh, girl. Free is for me. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a bonus. It is. Well, makes me want to shop at that store a lot more. So what do you think about like what's happening with the small businesses being affected? Oh, my heart goes out for them. I mean, anybody, anybody, number one, small business. I mean, right now. I mean, I know it's all different in each state, but I mean, in Pennsylvania, you know, we don't have rest right now, indoor restaurants are closed and they, they were open, you know, that, I mean, being a waitress, I, I just feel for people like, I mean, just with the holidays and just not being able to possibly provide like you would be able to, and, and would want to on a normal, on a normal year, I guess you could say it just it's devastating. I'm, I'm blessed that we weren't as financially affected as other, as others, which I mean, blessing, blessing, blessing. Like I had, 
I had my son and my plan was to be a stay at home mom, you know, make sure the kids are stay alive and fed and get to school and all that good stuff. And kind of glad that it worked out this way. Cause I, I wouldn't be able to go back to work and do what I, I did before. You know, I wouldn't be able to model right now. I'm not hiring, you know, nobody's doing that. So I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I didn't think about that. You know, how, um, you know, the independent yep. uh, folks are doing, especially in the area of the arts where what they do requires collaboration yep. and how they're also suffering through this because, you know, maybe they're not getting the projects that they want no. or you, they have to t- take extra precautions to make sure everybody is, you know, safely apart. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. A lot of the a lot of the arts are I mean, again, they're all like think about a gallery. You can't you can't have a gallery a gallery opening. Hundreds of people funneling in and out and again, like think about Uber just came out and they're, you know, huge and big and now it's like, well, nobody's going to get in somebody else's car and be less, you know, less distant. There's so many jobs that have been affected. Yeah. Well, I had I had a I had to take an Uber recently and it was interesting because now they have the plexiglass. No way. Yeah, like a taxi. <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, Uber is, you know, does not consider themselves a taxi, right? Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, all these people will have to be employees of a livery service. So it was interesting. I'm like, oh, this is, there's a divider between the passenger and the driver, mm-hmm. as it should be, right? Not true. It is. It is. It is nice to have for the safety of of both. Yeah. 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 Which growing up in the city, I'm used to that. Right. Like I'm used to only being able to transact cash with the taxi through this plexiglass. True. So you have this Uber driver with this plexiglass thing, and but it did make me feel safer though. Oh, that's good. And he had him, and they had a mask on, and you had a mask on. Yes. Again, they still need to make money and you still need to get places, you know, like. Well, that's the thing. It's like people still need to provide for their families. And as much as we want to take as, as much as businesses want to be as cautious as possible, they still need to pay for their employees, pay for their businesses, survive somehow. So it's like a, it's like a tightrope, you know, it's, I agree. It's a typer. I really feel for small businesses. Oh, and so many have already closed. Oh my goodness. Oh, so many have closed. Like a lot of the, like, and that was in the first, cause we've, I, I feel like we in Pennsylvania ourselves have had almost two shutdowns, if you want to say, cause we have obviously the one in March. And then I do feel like again, towards, you know, November, December, especially now, um, it's kind of shut down again because of the rise in cases, which totally makes sense. They, I, I understand what they're trying to do. I do. How much more can people take? Right. And, you know, it's, it's really testing our resilience. And um, that's one of the things about this year. You know, I, I thought I was a resilient person. Uh, not to say that um, I'm not. I'm just, right. it's really tested Yes. Me in, in different ways. Um, and one of those ways actually has been um, 
mental health mm-hmm. and how important it is to take a beat and do internal checks to make sure that you're okay and also on other people because I, I'm I am telephone averse. <laughs> you're adorable. <laughs> like I can't I cannot pick up the phone and call people. But I can text. But that's not very, um, what do you say? That's not very, I don't think it's a really good way of checking in. I see what you're saying by that. I do. It's a quick check, right? It's right. like, hey, how you doing? I hope everything's okay. But I really like the Zoom thing because I can see people's faces. I, I love using WhatsApp video um, for the same reason. Any way that I could like, see a face. Absolutely. And is important. Mm-hmm. See, I've I've fallen into hobbit mode where I'm just like, oh, no, I'm at home. I'm completely content and I'm not being like, oh, leave me alone. But like, I'm just and I don't want to say it as I'm surviving, but like I'm focused on the four people within my walls. That is more where I'm at right now. Not that I don't care what's going on in other people's houses, but I I think my my concern for others really just not diminished but I just I'll think about you but then at the same time I'm like mm, I I got to I got to be present with my family. I think that was my big lesson this year with everything that and between this year and next year present. That word hit me like a ton of bricks when I was doing like an outdoor yoga class this this year because I was having somebody come because it was outdoors and it was nice. So I was like, yay, we're six feet apart. We can do this. And it's it's nice when you're friends with a yoga instructor. Um, And I remember mm-hmm. she did this one thing on presence and just being present in the moment. And I just started tearing and I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this is something that is serious. I'm like, my body needs and I I need, like I need this. So how do I be more present? So that has been, I think, more my goal this year and will definitely be next year's goal because it's very hard to be present when when you're in so much demand. <laughs> Just trying to get over COVID baby. That's it. COVID baby. Clingy COVID baby. <laughs> no, I, you know, with having a baby easily get touched out. So I True. completely understand that. And then you know, never mind other people in the house trying to touch you. So. Oh, right. <laughs> right. But, you know, what I find interesting about what you were saying about being present, you know, and I know you're an extrovert. So my understanding of extroverts is that they get their um, energy from being around other people. They get re-energized right. from being around other people. Right. Right. Whereas introverts get re-energized from being alone right and then they're ready to face the world again so what i thought was interesting about what you were saying about staying present how does an extrovert stay present if you need people to be re-energized well for me i think i found more comfort and peace especially in my husband um he's been super super helpful. And I think, I think that's the, the more person I, I, I think, I think he's been more apart because obviously we're kind of stuck together, you know, in this house that we love, <laughs> but you know, it, it just, it, I, I think for me, it's, it's 
I've leaned on him a lot and that allowed me to still be part of the family yet still part of me feels like I haven't been present, but I think that's just been exhaustion that that's just, I think more, more of like what I'm, you know, like because of the situation, (laughs) my child doesn't sleep. So I have a great support system in my husband who we've just, yeah, we just, he just gets me. I don't know. There's just something magical there with, how we've kind of just been able to to deal with everything I don't know yeah it's 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 hard to say well I think you you hit it like the support system is important because um without your support system you know it's hard to stay present so that allows you that's it though because you're you need support system to stay present especially if you're an extrovert. You might as well use those people, right? Not only to get the energy for yourself, but to but to help you stay present. Yes. Yes, definitely. I've been giving that a lot of thought about, you know, differences between introverts and extroverts mm. um, this year. Because, you know, I've... I used to be a shy person, but as I got older, I got less shy. But it it doesn't mean I um stop being introvert. I still need alone time to mm-hmm. uh, re-energize myself and you know be be into my thoughts. But how do what was interesting to me this year was learning about how those different types of personalities uh, deal with difficult times like the ones that we're in now you know how does an introvert deal with a shutdown oh yeah yeah and how does how would an extrovert deal with a shutdown because if you need people and you're shut down how does that affect your mental health how do you reach out um and if you don't need people how does that affect your mental health does it become then harder for you to maintain your relationships right and the thing with introverts is you know we could have we could friendship but we could not talk for like weeks right weeks and weeks and weeks mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that you're not thought of you're not cared about and we could just pick back up no problem absolutely right that's good friendship girlfriend <laughs> that's just good friendship Yes, it is. And so it made me think of the relationships that I have with people, how important it is to just touch base, right? It's good for me as an introvert because I'm still reaching out. It's good for my mental health. But I also, it's my way of letting other people know. I still know you're there. You know what I mean? Like I still know, I still want you to to know that I still care, you know. Of course, and that you're thought of. Even though you're not, again, contacted, you don't have to be contacted all the time to be thought of. I think that's a common misconception when it comes to relationships and possibly, friend, you know, friendships. If Some people don't feel if the communication's not there, 
then they just feel that the relationship's not there. But sometimes you just get too involved in what you're doing. And, and at that moment, that's just right now your, your tunnel vision. I just have to remember not to get too caught up in that. And yes, um, because people are suffering. And, and one of the things that we all could do more with is empathy. So, oh yes. Oh yes. So what else has gone well for you this year? Hmm. This is actually the first year that my dad has not had a financial anything or any like, I don't know. So now I take care of him. So these last, the last three years have been rough, but this, this one has actually been amazing. It was the first year he's been able to kind of have like a Chris, like a Christmas and be able to give gifts to his kids and, you know, just not be able to not have any more financial worries. That to me is just amazing. I just can't believe that it's been a whole year because I remember January is when he got his, got his social security disability. Crazy to think that, but yeah, crazy. Can we just applaud you for a moment? Why? (laughs) Oh, stop. Why? No, listen. Oh God. Because I remember the conversation that we were having about him the year before. Oh no. Actually way before you got married. So bad. And it's, been interesting to watch the relationship like you're you're you know like you stepped up for him in so many ways and I think because of that that's the reason why his health and his financial situation improved at the same time Mm -hmm. because he now has somebody advocating for him and then now you have your, you know, you had your lunches, your weekly lunches and stuff. But I think that that's a privilege to take care of a parent that way, even though they may not like it, but it's still a privilege to do that. And I applaud you for, for doing that this year. That's a big thing. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I always, yeah. my dad took me in when I was oh, 15 or 16. My mom kicked me out and I I always felt like, I needed to repay him and I, I don't know, for some reason after his stroke, I just, I, I just felt like I had to be there just because I knew nobody else was going to cause my other, my sisters and my brothers, they're like 10 years younger than me. So they're in their like young twenties. They're just, you know, living life and living on the seat of their pants and not as responsible and, I just, I, I just had to do something for him to, again, show my appreciation for what he did to me. So that's why I always look at it. I always look at it. This is my, say, repayment, but <laughs> yeah. And it's a wonderful example for the kids to see that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They, they know what it takes. It's work. They know what it takes to take care of a parent that way. And that's just you know, another way for you, for them to see how much you love your father. Oh, yeah. So it's good for them to see that. It is. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Oh, so let's not forget Uh-oh. that one of the biggest things that we both accomplished this year Yay! was ooh, ooh. 
starting this podcast. Drum rolls. <laughs> Yay! So proud. Seriously. Been talking about it for a while, girl. A while. Listen to you. <laughs> a while. My goodness, I think we were talking about it the day we met. <laughs> that was three years ago. <laughs> oh, gosh. So funny. Yeah, and, you know, it's... um. It's been a learning curve, to say the least. For sure. There's a lot of work that goes into doing this. But remember I told you, um, I think it was last month, that being or having a podcast, you can add some extra titles to your name now. (laughs) It's what we always love. You're going to have a master's degree, and I'm going to have... Model mom podcaster. I'm amazing. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but it's not just podcaster. It's producer. Oh. You know, it's editing. I'm not taking taking credit on that one. Nope, 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 nope. You're the editor. Don't look. Nope. Nope. You're the the uh, technological person behind this operation. Everybody needs to know that. Everybody. I'm the resident nerd. Oh, um, <laughs> it's researching. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that goes behind it because you know you just don't want to throw something out there that's just you know it, it has it should resonate with people on some level. We had we had high expectations for ourselves, girl. That's all. We did, which is good because we we accomplished. A lot of our our goals, which is fantastic, but then again, we we want to get better not only in our life in general, but just and of course we want to if we can put a better sounding podcast out there. I know my girl Marley's on it, you know, like that's it, and that's awesome. I love that about you. We strive, we strive to be better. That's what life's about, and I I love the the title of it because. You know, we had to take a break for a little bit because life happened. Ooh, life happened a lot. <laughs> a lot of life happened. So that was a huge plus for us this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just glad people listen. I, you know. I agree. To the few people that listen to our podcast, thank you very much. We love you so much. <laughs> we love you. All right. So let's see. What else? has gone well this year my son even though this whole crazy year has been uh nuts with school he actually was the uh student of the like student of the trimester or something like they're not doing like marking periods but he's basically like almost like a student of the month kind of thing but he was he was a student of the trimester so yeah, I know, I know, I know. It literally, <laughs> I'll send you a picture of it. And no, I, I want to see. Congrats for going above and beyond with your brick expectations and earning student of the trimester. I'm not kidding. I'm not T R I M E S T E R. I'm 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 gonna send it to you. Oh my God! They said trimester. I know it's. I know, I know. He's not pregnant. I promise. So, I swear to God. I didn't get anybody else pregnant either. So we're okay. We're okay. It's again, the grading system because of the schools and what they had to do. Like now there's, it. it's not like there's four marking periods. There's 
I think three tri there's three trimesters now or four trimesters. I don't know. You know, it's COVID year, honey. Anything could happen. That's that's my that's that's just the phrase of the year. Oh, that cracks me up. I know. I know. But you know what? He I hope he gave you something really nice for that. Good. Because he's just he's an amazing kid. He is. He's doing really well. And I'm I'm proud of him because this is again not easy for kids, not being able to play with, you know, the neighbors and, and again it stinks our neighbors we had neighbors and they were great kids and they moved and that stinks too because now the you know, now our neighborhood is super quiet again. It just has him and then like our neighbor has a has their son over every other week or something. So uh, and then with school at home, I am not the best teacher. I will I will oof I will say that. I am not the best teacher. I try my best, but he has definitely been great with keeping up on his his classes, but also maintaining because they have, you know, they have specials. We have like art and gym and like, so those are online too. So he's, he's, you know, made sure he's completed all those. He came home the one day and he was like, I'm the only one in my class that has like everything completed. I'm like, whoa, okay. That's wow. I know. I was, that was a little shocking to me, but then I think, well, what else, what are these parents schedules look like? You know, you know, maybe it's not feasible for them to help their, their kid out as much as, as I'm able to, or my husband's able to. So, well, I'm just going to chalk that up to amazing parents. Yay. And, um, I'm going to put that in the plus column. Yes. Oh, for sure. Because I just heard something, I forget who told me this yesterday or day before, that um, 7,000 kids were missing from the Florida school system. What? Yeah, the person who told me this, uh, I think said it has something to do with Disney um, employees. I thought Disney employees were not let go, but you know, there's, there's like a whole outer circle of people who contract with Disney. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Even though you may not be an employee, but there's like services related to Disney. And so I don't know if this part is true or not, but a lot of those people, you know, don't have jobs anymore because right. it's related to, to the travel, you know, industry. Absolutely. And so they don't have jobs They're you know, they lost their homes and then they're living in, they're going from hotel to hotel or motel to motel. And a lot of these kids just fell off the, the school. Um, they just, wow. no, they're gone. And I think that is probably multiplied in every state, I, I, you know, where, where COVID has been significant. Um, because what do you do as a parent where your everyday struggle is trying to make sure that your kids are fed and have a roof over their head and have a roof over their head. Like their education may not be the priority of the moment. Yeah. What do you do? Ugh. So yeah, thousands of kids not going to school. So the fact that our kids and even in town school district, it's the same thing. Like, it's not like, you know, this is just a Florida issue or an right. issue. It's everywhere. You know, there's kids not going to school because 
their their parents are going to work and just the kids are not showing up on online schools. Yeah. For whatever reason. So kudos to our kids. Amen. I agree. I agree. They do. They uh, the kids should definitely get a lot of credit this year going through. I mean, it's one thing to be an adult and I feel like yeah, adults like we have to uh, we have to adapt. We have to say that be that beacon of something that our kids are looking for, you know, whether a beacon of hope, a beacon of safety, security, you know, that's just, I feel what we should, what we need to offer our kids. I don't know if I want to be, I don't know if my light is bright enough to be a beacon right now. True that. But I, but I, I think, I think at least I want to be a safe harbor. Oh my God. You're adorable. Come on, girlfriend. You're a lighthouse. Come on. Girl, no. It's December. I'm tired. Oh, yeah. I I can't. The least I can do right now is I could feed you. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you, that's putting a light in them somehow. You know, if you make the shores, I got a pot of something hey. warm get ready for you. Give you some loving, some kisses and hugging. I'll give you some loving, yes. There you go. That's, <laughs> oh. That is the most I can do for you right now. Because I'm tired. Oh, you have the right to be tired, girlfriend. I am tired. Oh, that's another plus for this year. I got my knee fixed. Yay! Well, I'm, I'm recovering now from them scoping out my knee. Oh. But, but that's important because I can't do anything else because the knee was bothered it's been bothering me for the last four years and I've been getting injections but then the time between injections became shorter and shorter so finally the doctor and I decided that the surgical procedure was going to be good because I need to be able to lift and bend I need to plant I need to harvest I need my knees working absolutely I was gonna say that's a lot of knee work planting them bulbs girl yeah, I put in 900 bulbs. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of bulbs. Not really, but it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I could only imagine. Oh, my. It's a lot of work. That reminds so, me I still have cardboard for you. Oh, thank you. Honey. You're welcome. Thank you. Of course. Hey, the dream is still alive. I have your cardboard. <laughs> gotta make more land, more room for flowers. Whatever we gotta do. Whatever. Eight. Oh, so speaking of cardboard, I was just when you said cardboard, I started thinking of sustainability. Oh, I don't know why, but that's what carbon means to me. Sustainability. I and think of sustainability. It's just my mind just goes off in tangents. Oh, I love it though. It's the it's the word connections. So one of the relate one of the things I wanted to do this year was build relationships and I was able to do that with supporting various local businesses like it was important to me to start practicing what I well I don't really preach it but I want to practice what I believe I guess is what I mean to say okay so I started um, purchasing things from stores 
that they practice what they preach and they only sell sustainable products for the home or for the body. So that actually do that. So I was happy to do that with my little dollars. Um, so like FD Design and Emmaus, uh, Inner Outer Beauty in Allentown. Um, I like businesses that really um, help you to develop sustainable practices or just learn how to live more healthy with your body and with your environment. So shout out to those two businesses. Um, so those are some of the relationships. And when I say relationships, I'm not, I don't mean like, we're like buddy, buddy, but I just want to be more aware of businesses in the Lehigh Valley, small businesses specifically in the Lehigh Valley that are doing the best for their community. Does it sound good? Absolutely. That's perfect. I, I agree. I agree with you. Why why wouldn't we want to support those? You know, they're they're really trying to to make the world better. I love that. I love that. Again, small business and talking about sustainability. That's a that's a win win. I'm all about all about the environment, all about repurposing and and making sure that it doesn't damage the earth. There's no reason why we have to harm this earth as much as we do. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a big change. It just needs to start small. Mm-hmm. I felt it was important to um, learn more because again, 2020 for me was about education. So I wanted to learn more from, you know, those businesses and learn more how to take how to take better care of myself and my environment. So um, Inside Outer Beauty Market is in Allentown and she has like products to help you with your skin, um, internal issues, how to do cleansing, internal cleansing. Um, and I love FD Design because they, they use products in their remodeling um, construction that are sustainable. And then they have a market too where you can buy like um, toothpaste oh. in a pill form. Oh <laughs> yes, I've seen those. That's awesome. It's cool. It's weird, but it's cool. Oh, you do, you do that? I have. Ah, neat. Yeah, it's really really interesting. So you don't have to waste money on the tubes. That's so awesome. Let's tell these magical listeners some more personal juicy gossip about ourselves yeah i love juicy gossip let's bring on the juicy gossip okay (laughs) juicy gossip i lost you for a second i was like (gasps) no no let's bring on the juicy gossip although my gossip is never juicy but no it's not like mine's very juicy either so to our viewers we had to make a list of we're gonna say the five things that you didn't know about us so I know we talked about before how we did like a little Q&A of each other and what have you, um, which was awesome. But then this is more, I don't know, again, more personal, just little tidbits of why why we think we're awesome and <laughs> what we've done in our lives that... I'm just okay. Oh, stop it. 
You are more than just okay. You are fabulous. I will agree if you say Of it. course. All right. So who's going to go first? Are you going to go back and forth? We could do that. Okay. All right. I'll go first. How's that? Okay. Okay. So when I was younger, um, I was actually an equestrian. I rode horses. I owned and competed in shows. Well, I owned horses and then competed in shows from what the age of like seven to 17. So for like 10 years, I was a barn rat. I loved it. I would go to the barn and muck stalls and shovel horse poop all day and work horses. And that was my life. It was good stuff. I love this about you. This, this is just, (laughs) I, I, the first time you told me that I just couldn't, I was like, what? It honestly was the best thing for me because it taught me so much responsibility and it taught me, and now I look back and it taught me empathy. Like these animals can't talk. They're huge. They can totally crush you and, and kick you at any second and pulverize whatever part of the body they just kicked. But, but they're also very sweet. You know, they can be docile. They can be, you know, just they're your best friend. Like they're just, they're cool. They're super cool. That's amazing. I feel like that's along the same line as what arts does for kids. Agreed. Um, is that teaches them whatever you can do to teach kids responsibility and ethics and um, skills that way is important. Agreed. And, st- and structure. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yes, for sure. All right. So one thing about me. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I think I did, but I'm not sure. But anyway, I went to technical school, both technical school, mm-hmm. to learn how to lay bricks. No, you did not. I know. Yeah. Was that something you were passionate about? Like you, I, I you're trying to imagine. I'm, I'm closing that. my eyes. I'm closing my eyes. And Marley, the bricklayer. That's hot. <laughs> Well, it was because I wanted to do some volunteer work in construction and I'll melt my heart. <sighs> yeah. So I wanted to learn how to labor. Ultimately I wanted to be a tile setter. Um, and that's what I did for a few years. But yeah, I graduated high school in Votech with a certificate in masonry. Isn't that funny? So cool. And then you have a son named Mason. Ain't that? I wonder why. Come on, no way. Yeah. Oh my! Oh my goodness! You are adorable. I just found out something new. I love it. That's so cool. So you like doing tile work? Not anymore. Okay, I was gonna say because it's like, I was gonna say we just tiled our bathroom. Like, where were you? No, <laughs> no. Couldn't no. use your help. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, my knee. Yeah, my knees would not let me do. But. Here's the thing, though. I love, 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 love remodeling. I love new construction. I love remodeling. I love everything that goes with it. So tile as part of picking out decor, that I love. I could look at tile all day long. Like, I love tile, period. And I love you know, picking out car tops and just, you know, all that stuff related to that I love. And that comes from, you know, learning 
how things are made. Like when you like our entire wing of Votech was just people in construction. So it was all electricians, the plumbers, our masonry um, folks, um, HVAC folks. So you learn, you can see or watch how things are being made. So that really helped me develop an appreciation of all that. So I love the just the construction remodeling vibe period. Agreed. That's so awesome. <laughs> all right, your turn. So I got to... Now, I don't recommend this, I will tell you. So I drove cross-country from Pennsylvania to California, drove cross-country with a boyfriend that I was dating at the time. That's the part I wouldn't recommend. Um, Never just getting in a car with somebody and driving 3,000 miles away and then living with them. It, uh, It makes for an interesting situation, but we did it nonetheless and got to LA and lived there for two years. And then once I was there, I survived for those two years. I moved four times in those two years. Like my last address was dead, like Los Angeles. It was, it was the best place ever. Um, yeah. And then I drove home with my dog and I was about three months pregnant and drove home all the 3,000 miles, just my, me, myself, and my dog, and my car, and packed up all my crap, and came home. I look back at that, and I'm like, you know what? That was pretty brave of you. That was very brave. You got to give yourself credit for that. Yeah, it's amazing, but it is very expensive to live, and for me, it was very hard for work-wise, so it's just hard for me to find work. California was the two years of my life that it was a, as I call it, it was a beautiful struggle. It was, it was beautiful out there, but it was a struggle. I have one that I'm actually scared of heights. Okay. So in like a plane or something like that? Well, here's the thing. Okay. So I, I'm okay with heights if I feel secure secured planes are fine and I have to take a window seat like I have I have to see right I don't like I can't be on the outside or the or the middle I have to have a window seat because I need to see um I will test myself in this fear occasionally so I will annually go on the ferris wheel if you come with me up there, you, nobody can move. We're not swinging. We're not moving. But I, yeah, I will. I will test the fear every once in a while, just to you know, make sure just it's to like, make sure it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> make sure twenty twenty didn't take your fear away. Oh look, I can I can be on a look. I can I can do jumping jacks on the top of the Ferris wheel. <laughs> I would love that. All right, so what's your thing? What's another thing people don't know about you? Oh, let's see. I met my husband on a dating website. Yay! Because I think that's how so many other people have met their matches nowadays. I think it's, I think it's so much more common to just be like, yeah, I met him on Match or eHarmony or whatever. Um, but again, I think still the more ironic thing is, and I still... I still think about it this day, but I'm like, we went to middle school together. Like we, no, this is the funny part. 
<laughs> it's crazy. Like I remember him and I remember right before our wedding, I told him, I was like, I remember going through the yearbook and I took a highlighter and I drew a heart around him. Cause I just thought he was adorable. Like he's just so cute, you know, this little redhead skinny dude, you know, his t-shirts, Janko jeans. Like I just thought he was adorable. Um, but like our paths never crossed that way. So, you know, looking through, looking through the yearbook here, I, I, I was like, I told you I wasn't lying. And I pulled out the yearbook when we were in middle school and there was the, the heart around him in a highlighter. I think it was pink highlighter. Um, and there it was, I'm like, see, I told you I wasn't lying. I was like, I manifested you. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> if I only knew, right. Yeah. Like if you would have given me a window of, of the future and been like, Oh, well in about 15 years, you're going to marry this man and be like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard. Who knew? Right. Right. That's too funny. I know. It's just so ironic. It's just so ironic. And that's what I love about it. And we both live different lives. Like he was married and he married his high school sweetheart. And me, I sowed my wild oats in California and traveling all around and all that goodness and came back to Pennsylvania. And literally, I'm not going to lie. I lived. Okay. Um, I lived about a mile away from him for, mm. yes, yes, yes. I'm going to have to Google map it for you and I'm going to send you a screenshot and I'm going to say, I lived here with my mom when I was, when I had Xander and, and I'm going to show you his house and he, he's lived, he's lived in the same house that we live in now for the 13 years. So yeah. So when I lived down the street at my mom's house, when I had Xander over eight years ago, yeah, we were, I was, I was a mile from him. Not even. It's crazy. It's so crazy. I know. The irony. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. Oh, what I wanted to say was my other love language is being pampered. Oh. Right. So if you don't know me, the two ways to my heart is to pamper me and to feed me. Why not? Right. I love that, though. But it's the... But Again, there's nothing wrong. Your self care, and there's nothing wrong with a good meal. I think I would, I would rather have a good meal over. Again, when you have that good meal, it's, it's a great experience. And I think ultimately, that's what I want now. At at this yeah. point in my life, I just want good experiences. Yes, and um. And I want good experiences for other people because so for me now, it's like when I gift, I gift so that you can pamper yourself or that you can have a good experience in some way. So yeah, I I think that's what life should be about. Giving good experiences and having good experiences. I agree. I agree. Do you have anything else that people don't know about you? I'm addicted to murder mysteries. Oh, my God. Oh, ID network all day. Yes, Every I know day, you like, talked about that before. I yeah. cannot. Oh, my goodness. I can't stop. 
Like, it's just, I, I want to know how they were murdered. I, I, it's crazy. But I think it's more like, it's not about how they were murdered or what have you, but it's it's about finding the person and and then getting that justice. I think that's ultimately what I what I love about them, as weird as that sounds. Uh, my thing right now is I love, like, you love murder mystery. I love police procedurals. What? Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me. Especially British stuff. Oh, I love a good accent. I will watch all the British crime procedurals. You know, like, I love all the, I love medical procedurals, too. Ooh. So any kind of doctor, ER type of show I will watch. So medical and, and murder mystery but more like on the cop side of solving it okay and like but i really don't like watching a lot of home decor type of shows yeah because i see a lot of that i think i because i i get enough of it on social media like i don't need to watch it on tv as well so okay you know I, I mean? that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely absolutely well this has been interesting right see See? I learned some stuff about you. I learned some stuff about you too, Miss Masonry. My goodness. Right? I know. Who would have thunk it? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> so I want to ask you a question now. Uh oh. I'm all I'm all here. Because I've been up? I've been giving this some thought myself. So mm. for twenty twenty one. Have you thought about what your word is going to be for next year? Present again. Presence. Yeah, presence. Present. Just having presence. Yeah, not presence as in unwrapping presence, having presence. Yeah. As in making sure that I'm here for the people that need me. I'm here for the people that are in my four walls. Um, but I definitely need to stop being so hobbit like. And start reaching out to some people. I mean, I have. My important people I have reached out to. So. I think that's a good word. And boundaries. I mean, of course, like, just continue with the boundaries. Because I, ugh. Like, some people just get in my ear and I'll just be like, oh, my goodness. You, I, you're too much for me. I'm too much for myself some days. But then. <laughs> them on top of it does not help <laughs> you know exactly. oh exactly. but yeah I just want to be more present no I totally get that I totally get that hey quick question for you yeah. so so if my word is presence what is yours you know I had one and it was going to be strength oh that's right we did talk about this a little bit, but I think, I don't think it's more strength I want to work on. Um, and I've been giving that some thought. I think it's more of a contentment mm. that is what I need to work on. Um, okay. because 
you know, as you're learning to be resilient and you're enduring things that are challenging and you're learning new things about yourself, it can, you know, it can be exciting to learn new things about yourself, you know, and you have more um, things that in your arsenal that you could pull from so that you can move on to other things. And, but I, I think as we grow, um, we also have to learn how to be content. And I think that's one of the things I want to work on. And that that's more in line with um, learning also how not to be a perfectionist. Mm. Yes. That's right. Yes. So being okay with what is. Yes. And yes. Moving on from that. So I think. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Being okay with what it what is. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is that's powerful right there. Yeah. Because the constant there is a constant strive to for excellence which I think is great because it helps you grow as an individual but that's that's like a a ever shooting upward (laughs) that's like you when you knock down your own obstacles and you've overcome your own barriers and you've um you've reached the goal that you set for yourself it's okay to just be content with where you are for the moment and not to say you shouldn't continue creating um, new levels of success for yourself, but to be okay with what you've reached. And I, and I don't want to lose sight of that. So I think content is going to be my 2021 word. Yes. I think all in all, like, I I want to be thankful that we're alive and that we're well. Yes. Um, that we got to start some amazing things and we've been able to continue our relationship. Um and our relationship socially distantly. Hey, okay. we've been I very know. we've been we've been good. We have been good. And that our families are well and that we're looking forward to the next year and continuing our podcasts. And just continuing to grow as people. Yes, absolutely. Better people. We want to grow as better people. Yeah. I don't know. I've always, I've always been one of those where I've never idolized like a celebrity or anything like that. But I do know that that is a big thing now with the generations, you know, and I always said to myself, I was like, I don't. I mean, I want my kid to idolize somebody, of course, but I think I want them to idolize his parents first. Yeah, you can, of course, look at, you know, you know, uh, um, Kobe Bryant's career and Michael Jordan's career and, you know, all these, you know, things and be like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to be like that. Well, that's awesome. That's somebody to look up to. But then, you know, your parents are the ones that, you know, lay that foundation gotta try to lay a better foundation yeah laying a better foundation is very important that was an absolutely amazing conversation i always enjoy our conversations my beautiful my beautiful marley (laughs) um but also i do want to thank our listeners out there ultimately 
we 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 wouldn't be here without you. I mean, we would, but then nobody would be listening to us, and that's that's no fun. Um, and we appreciate you. We hope that you had a safe year, and we hope that next year is better, and that you continue to listen to our magical selves because we have a lot. We have a lot of goals in 20, 2021, and we really look forward to having you join us for our future podcasts. So thank you. Thank you. So stay tuned for our next podcast in January. Um, we're going to talk about way too many ideas. What do you do when you have all the creative ideas? Oh, 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 oh,